Good evening, Harbor Point. On Sunday, we celebrate Pentecost, which refers to the word 50. It's, it's the time from Passover until a celebration that the Jews would, would uh, gather and uh, they would recognize the uh, blessings of God and uh, his, his uh, provisions in their life. And so it became a very major uh, worship celebration for Jews, along with Passover and uh, Pentecost. And then, and then in the fall, there was Sukkoth. There was these three major events in the Jewish calendar, and Pentecost is, is one of them. In the Christian calendar, there are three major celebrations as well, and one has to do with Advent and moving into Christmas. The coming of Jesus, the coming of God in the form of a little baby, but really human form. The, the, the concern of the great God of the universe invested in, in you and me in a human way. And then, and then of course, there's the, the great event of, of the crucifixion and resurrection. That's another major focus for us. Certainly the, the issue that, that we're messed up and need the forgiveness of God. And Jesus entered into our messed upness to the point of going to the cross and, and wants to reveal, express, share his forgiveness for us, which we'd so desperately need individually and, and, uh, and in relationship to one another. And of course, resurrection, which is kind of the flip side of the crucifixion, whereas it looks like everything has gone south on, on Good Friday, everything has lifted up and is going true north on, on the resurrection Sunday. God has not left us in a state of despair. He is giving us hope and renewal and restoration. So everything that we, we come to God with as we confess our sins and place them on the cross is now given new life in Resurrection Sunday and said that all that can be, can be turned around so that it's used for, for good. All the stuff that we would like to discard now can be transformed and changed. Those two great events are pretty well submitted in our thinking. Pentecost, on the other hand, is the third great event, and somehow we have missed the boat here so often. It's the birthday of the church. It's the idea that, uh, that Jesus appeared uh, in resurrection form for 40 days. And, and, then, and then there was this 10-day period where, where he asked people to pray and prepare themselves for the coming of the Holy Spirit, so that the church might be birthed. The whole idea was, was not uh, that we would ever live in isolation and uh, sort of be just me and my God. That was never what God intended. It was always that we see the, the coming of, of Jesus, we see his death on the cross, we see his resurrection, as a means for us to be connected to one another in intimacy. And that's what 
the church is supposed to be. The church is, is the ecclesia. It's the called out people of God. And when we read about Pentecost, it says that, that everybody came together on that day. And uh, they were in one place. And suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And, and, and the word wind is the same word as, as spirit in, in the New Testament. So it's a, a mighty spirit came in. The spirit of God came in. And uh, it says they, they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. But rather than having confusion, as people spoke in a variety of tongues, there was understanding. People understood one another, whether they came from different backgrounds different ethnicities, they spoke in different languages, they spoke in spiritual languages, they were understood because, because God was bringing people together. Sort of the reversal of the Tower of Babel where people were, were expelled and moving away from another in confusion, now they're being brought together. They're being brought into the family of God. They're being brought into this this new mystery that, that God calls the church. Now, here's a problem. Rather than continuing to come together in our society, in our day and age, what I see happening in the church is, again, this, this expulsion, this kind of division, people separating, people going their own way, people looking only to themselves, people looking to their little group, people looking for only their understanding. They're looking for people to support their own belief system rather than saying, Lord, I'm open to the moving of your spirit. I'm looking for a way to communicate in a way that people can understand. I'm looking for a love language that can communicate what is your desire, which is to transform and change me to a person who's going to be us. I, I, I want to bring people into connection with one another. It's my prayer that we have a rebirthing of the church. You know, if Pentecost is a birthday of the church, I pray that we have that rebirthing, a born-again experience in the church, not just individually, but as a community, that somehow Harbor Point becomes a, a microcosm of what it means to be a born-again church, where people of different backgrounds, ethnicities, theologies, understandings, politics, all can gather together and say there's something more important. There's something more important going on here. And what's more important is that Jesus is lifted up as Lord. Lord, I, I, I do pray for this Pentecost. I pray that it's going to be a transformed day, a, a day where people are going to begin to think about what it means to be a church, to be identified with a church. I pray that your church would be very much changed from what it is today. I just pray for a, a revival, a, a, a revolution, 
a, a born-again experience, a rebirthing. I pray for all of this so that you might be lifted up, Jesus, and something real, genuine, holy, with honesty and integrity is brought into our lives. And I pray these things now in Jesus' name. Amen.